Hello, and welcome to Emerald Expressions, where we use words to polish a gem that is the human mind. I'm your host, Jair, the Emerald Emir, Emissary, and then today I'm joined by Madam Zeddy. Um, uh, my real name is Kendra, but uh, my Twitter and my Instagram name are Madam Zeddy. Um, I'm a cosplayer, gamer. Um, if you are into cosplay, um, you can find me on my Facebook page at uh, Senpai, Senpai uh, Dolphin Cosplay. So yeah, I'm excited to be here. <laughs> she does an amazing NASA, by the way. Uh, she does other stuff, but like I remember her NASA being like spectacular. Uh, yeah, I was like, I was, I was like so excited to do Nessa because it's been a while. Like, I initially wanted to do it while I was on my summer vacation, but you know, Rona hit, and I'm just like, I got the, I got the, the outfit here, might as well. So, <laughs> um, Rona has fucked up a lot of people's plans. Unfortunately, 2020 is not the best of years um, for a lot of people, but. We're we going to try to uh, succeed. So definitely check her out on Twitter, um, Madam Zeddy, on Insta, Madam Zeddy as well. And I believe you said Senpai Dolphin on Facebook. Definitely check out her cosplay stuff. It's definitely worth, worth checking out and supporting. Um, so moving on. Today, uh, it's another music review. Um, recently, I put up a tweet asking for some suggestions of songs and um, anime and cartoon OSTs. And I end up ended up receiving a mountain of song suggestions, so I felt the need to put it up into a separate list. Um, there are way too many songs to like cover in one topic. Uh, I'm not sure. This is probably going to end up being the fourth or the the third or the fourth recording put up, depending on how things work out. Because I'm trying to do a sort of evolution of anime songs from the '90s to the 2000s, and this is part the first part of the 2000, so we'll see how that works out. Um, is there anything you want to touch on before we start? Well, I do want to put out a disclaimer that <laughs> some of the songs um, I haven't watched the show of, like, so I just want to put that out there, but some of the songs, like, that I had requested, well, that I had suggested are on here, and I'm excited to talk about them, but um, also there's a few there's a few songs or openings that I haven't really heard, but just off the OP itself, I'm like, you know what, I might check this out later. So this is like this has been like a very very good diverse selection of songs, and I can't wait to talk about them. Uh, I mean, I. I Hello. Hello. Oh my gosh, hopefully it doesn't go out again. I'm just like, what's happening? We've been doing so well. <laughs> uh Anchor can be finicky, unfortunately. Um I'm just gonna since we already did the intro, I'm just gonna keep that bit and then I'm gonna start off with like just go down the list of the okay. songs. Hopefully it'll last the whole day. Um so the first song uh was Everlasting Shine by TXC, which is Black Clover's opener 12. Uh, let's start off by what were your thoughts on the song, please? Can you hear me? I can hear you. Oh, just make sure. <laughs> uh, what were your thoughts? Um... I really, I was really rocking with this. And what I didn't notice or what I didn't realize is this song in particular um, was done by a South Korean group. So I think that was really interesting to have yeah. that K-pop element, uh, you know, at the forefront mm -hmm. of a, of a, um, 
of an anime. So, yeah, I was definitely, I was definitely rocking with it. It had a nice little bop, had some kind of like you know hip hop elements or whatever. Definitely, definitely a hit. So, yeah. Um, for anyone who might not know, uh, TXT is a South Korean uh, boy band from the same company that uh, produces uh, BTS. So, yeah, the. Uh, uh, I haven't. I didn't realize this until recently, but a lot of uh, anime openings are also done by like South Korean artists. Like, I believe someone told me on another of these uh, podcasts that like um, I forget the I forget the show, but there's a show that had a song by the Korean band 2PM. There have been other shows that have had Korean artists uh, do the music, so it's sort of cool um, having that sort of crossover appeal. Uh, in terms of the music. That's very dope. In terms of my thought, thoughts on the on the song itself, it a, I won't say it, it's not my, my style of music that I wouldn't put it in my playlist, but it wasn't right. bad. I could see like, why, it's very enjoyable. Um, like they did a good job. Like I, there's nothing wrong with the song. It's just not my style right. per se. Um, but I could definitely see uh, people enjoying this song a lot. It's very bright, very sunny. It matches sort of what I think they're going for in terms of what they want the opening to have the, the listener feel. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's dope. It's just not my, to my personal taste. Like if I had to rate the song on a, on a scale of one to 10, I'd probably say it's a seven, but I, I wouldn't add it to a personal playlist if that makes right. sense. And I, I agree, like, I don't really listen to a whole lot of K-pop. I listen to certain bands, like, here or there. Um, but I can definitely, you know, rock with, you know, certain songs. And like you said, this definitely fits well with the lighthearted theme of the show and stuff like that. So definitely agree with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, they definitely did a, uh, did their job in terms of what, what was expected of them. So uh, props to them. We'll see what sort of things that they get up to and if they do any other like openings or that sort of thing. I'm actually might I'm actually might do some research on like how many like K pop bands or Korean artists have done uh anime openings. Like I, I didn't realize that was a thing until yeah. recently as I was doing the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um well I mean it makes sense. Uh, a lot of K pop bands are trained in the language of Japanese. Like they train as they're growing up and training, they, they're taught Japanese because a lot of them also do Japanese songs and they have uh, crossover hits in Japan as well. That makes yeah. sense. Uh, so the next song on the list, Into the Sky, which is Gundam Unicorn's op- first opening. Uh, please offer what you thought about the song. I thought it was pretty cool. Um, I'm a sucker for like harmonies and shit like that so when it got to like the hook and the chorus I was definitely like oh my gosh like she sounds so fucking pretty like what the hell is it's like so that's that's the one thing that stuck out to me um with this opening theme I haven't watched uh Gundam I know my boyfriend um has watched Gundam Unicorn but I don't think he's ever finished the this uh the show in total but i think Mm -hmm. from watching well from actually hearing this particular theme you know i might get into the gundam scene i mean it's not i've i haven't really like gundams me as a it's not like the gundam you saw me yes yes watch the show i know i'm just like like it's not really my cup of tea but i mean I haven't been watching, like, I need to put some more stuff on my list anyways. I mean, who knows? I might. Side note, if you ever, if you're looking for suggestions, I'm a big Gundam fan. If you, if you sort of tell me what sort of things you're interested in, I'll sort of slide you what shows you might be interested in. Because, like, it's a long and very uh, varied uh, franchise, so there's a little bit of everything, I feel like, for people. Um, uh, it was one of the shows that I think made anime really a thing in the West because it was one of those shows that really popped off on Tsunami. 
but that's just me as a gunman fan, like, you know. Uh in terms of the song itself, it's uh it's very much um the standard uh standard uh J pop ballad where like a female singer is has this sort of mid tempo uh how do I, I don't I don't know Japanese so I can't say it's like a love song, but it sort of sounds in the vein of a love song in terms of like the way she's singing and like the the instrumentation. Mm-hmm. Um that that's just me as as a listener who doesn't understand the language, it sort of sounds like, oh, this is sort of like what a Japanese uh, Celine Dion type might be singing, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> uh, in terms of that, it's, it's, it's a nice song. It's a pleasant song. It's a little bit too down-tempo for me, mm-hmm. um, given like, <laughs> it's, uh, it's a little bit odd for me as a fan of the series, like, uh, hearing this song because like most of the Gundam openings tend to be either uh, very upbeat like um if you for someone who's been following the series the series for a long time you, you you might agree with me most of the songs are tend to be very high paced and very upbeat that kind of mm-hmm. stuff and then the ending just sort of a little bit more of the down tempo uh, having the opening be a little bit down tempo was a little bit odd to me as a Gundam fan but it was like hey, it's a good song I I I like it. It's just like uh, the the especially if you like the the scenes like if you're watching it as an opening, you're seeing these like big old robot skate fights, and it's like this is a little bit of a disconnect. Seeing like this very mid tempo uh, love song almost, and you're seeing like robots fighting in space. It's like hmm, a little bit weird. But other than that, like the song itself is pretty good. Um, the singer has a very nice voice, very clear. Mm-hmm. Um, hits all the notes in the proper faces, very technically skilled. So it's, it's not a bad song. Do you have anything else you want to add before we uh, move on to the next song? No, that was pretty much it. Uh, uh, so the next song on the list is My Dearest by Supercell, which was Guilty Crown's first opener I feel like for this one in particular like it was okay but I don't know it really didn't stick out to me for some like I get the whole triumphant like ambiance of it all but this one in particular it was it's a it's an all for me I'm sorry (laughs) like see I agree with you (laughs) it's it's it sounds it may sound kind of me but it was it it sounded very much generic anime opening. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> the vibe. That's definitely the vibe I got. I'm just like, this sounds. This literally sounds like every other song that I've ever heard in an anime opening. And I mean, there wasn't anything special about it to me. You know, there wasn't. <laughs> there wasn't. And like, and as I was making the the list, well, these lists, I sort of. And listening earlier, I was sort of wondering, do they make the song specifically for the anime and then release it as a single, or do they take a single and like they're approached by like the one the production team, like, hey, we have a song that we could use for. And I'm sort of interested in that behind the scenes of like how anime openers are are sort of made. Do they take a song that is already made or approach a brand, a band, like, hey, do you have a song that? we could possibly use or is a song made specifically for the anime and then later on released once the anime does well. Sort of interested in how that happens. Right. I feel like it's it's probably a combination of both because there are some songs mm-hmm. where it was already out before the anime even started and I guess they kind of collaborated with the studios to kind of like mesh it in with their anime opening. Whereas you have, you know, you have uh artists and authors like um, Nyoko, the creator of Sailor Moon, she literally writes all of her shit. Like, she wrote the song, she mm. wrote all of the songs for the opening themes for Sailor Moon and Sailor Moon Crystal. So you have, you know, instances mm. where uh, the song itself was already a single, it was already popping, and then they come together with the uh, with the anime studios to kind of mesh it in with the studio, whereas you have original work, so it can it can be either or. Like it it mm. depends, honestly. Mm. 
I, I, this is just a side note, but I was like wondering, uh, as I was like making this list of, and I was coming through and listening to the songs, I was wondering like, is the song made for the anime and like with the anime in mind, or is it like they take an existing song and then they sort of run with it and just, and then uh, design their scene to match that footage, mm-hmm. match that song rather. This is just a like side note that I was thinking as I was coming up with the uh, listening, preparing for this recording. Um, in terms of my my thoughts on this, it's like it's not a bad song. Um, I don't think any of the songs on this list are like bad, like something I wouldn't listen to. It's just like it's sort of forgettable, um, unfortunately. Uh, and it, it didn't really make me want to check out Guilty Crown, which is kind of sad. Cause I've heard good things <laughs> about the show, but yeah. But uh, I don't know. Maybe uh, maybe I'll add it to the list. Maybe not. Uh, moving on to the next one, Superpowers by V Six, which is uh, the twenty first opening of One Piece. Oh boy, one me and One Piece. <laughs> See, I've been seeing so many people like, especially now during quarantine. Like y'all don't got no, y'all ain't got any time. Y'all might as well get into One Piece. Still haven't gotten to One Piece. Like I'd watch bits and pieces of it with, with my friends. Like I fuck yeah. with Zoro. He's hot. But I'm like, a lot of time listeners <laughs> of the podcast are probably, are probably probably know where, where I'm going with this. But like, uh, I sort of have a thing with me and One Piece. People might call me a One Piece hater. I don't really hate it. It's just like, it's such a big time investment. And then people are gonna say like, oh, with a quarantine, you don't have time for that. No. No, I don't want to spend <laughs> much of my catching up to show and it's nearly a thousand episodes. Yeah. <laughs> and then like the thing is, if it was just that, whatever, it's a long show. It's I don't like the cockiness of One Piece fans. Like they they seem they like underestimate how much of a time commitment it is. Like, oh my God, it's uh you what do you mean you have don't have time to invest in this? Like I, I watched I caught up in like two months and I didn't eat your sleep and I just blah, blah, blah. But, bro, I don't want to do that. <laughs> like, at my watching page, yeah, I definitely like, agree. And then the show is still ongoing and it doesn't seem like it's going to end at any point. Like, for me, it, uh, when I fall off a show, it takes me a while. Like, it, I have to restart. So, like, for, for instance, Naruto. I fell off Naruto somewhere in the 200s of shipping in. And I was like, ah, shit, that's a hell, hell of a lot to catch up on. And then, like, they announced, like, the, the end, the, the movie. And I was like, oh, shit, it's ending. So with that sense of finality, like, oh, I should probably catch up if I want to watch this movie. So I ended up catching up. It took me, like, three or four months. And I caught up because, like, there was a sense of finality. Like, oh, they're going to stop at 600 episodes. I know there's an a, a ending in sight, so I can catch up. It gives, you know what I mean? It has it sort of gives me that, uh, oh, there's this finite amount I have to watch. For One Piece, it's ongoing. So even if I get to episode 930, by the time I get to 930, there might be 20, 30 more episodes. <laughs> right. But that's my little thing. Uh, speaking of the song itself, I'm not a fan. <laughs> I don't want to seem like I'm just hating on One Piece because, like, I understand One Piece has its place. It's, it's there's a reason why people enjoy it, but I'm not a fan of the song. <laughs> it's not my taste at all. But uh, please tell me what you think about it, though. Um. Well, first of all, I think this is like one of the longest uh, openings that I've ever heard from a anime but I feel like it kind of makes sense because the show itself is long so I mean I guess <laughs> but I mean from what I understand <laughs> uh, a lot of the time there occasionally they'll have some fluff where they just have a long opening song and then they'll have like really long recap so uh, I don't know but continue <laughs> But yeah, I'm like, all I wanted to say is more power to, like, the One Piece fans. Like, y'all be easy, but I... Y'all can have that. <laughs> y'all can have it. I'm sorry, y'all can have it. At least I'm not crazy. I was not a fan of this. But maybe it was the... I think it was the robot voice. Man, we got to... Per powers! Oh, my God. 
<laughs> it's so corny. I'm sorry. It's just so corny. <laughs> uh, we, tried. we tried. We tried. I, I listened to I see the thing is I was on a French podcast and we did like he had like a bracket where we like want opening songs and like this song even though I, I disliked it, I said it the entire pot, the entire thing. Because it was a one piece song and like it was a majority one piece fans, this song made it to the finals where it finally lost. And I was like, Thank God. It finally lost because I was like, This song is so bad. And then I as soon as someone suggested it for the for the podcast, I was like, Oh god, I gotta cover this song on my podcast. They're gonna call me a hater. Oh, they're going to call me a hater, but, like, the thing is, I don't listen to other One Piece uh, openings. It's not because I don't listen to, I don't, like, watch One Piece that I dislike the song. I listen to other openings. I'm like, oh, this is good. I like this. There are, like, there are shows where I don't watch the show, but I like the songs, the openings, where I'm like, oh, this is cool. I like this. It's just this song. This song is not good. (laughs) It's not good in the slightest. I don't know what they was doing with this one. Uh, uh, I guess moving on to the next song before I get hunted down and murdered in my bed by uh, Funky Sam. <laughs> uh, Signal by TK, which is the opening for, excuse me, the first opening for 91 Days. Um, uh, your thoughts? I was rocking with this. Like, this is one of the, this is one of the uh, songs where I would definitely tune in to the show because I was really rocking with I like I really like the strings in this one from the guitar to the violins it just mm. meshed up and married so well together mm. to make such a great song for this opening and yeah. then it kind of gave that um the sad melancholy like sad boy it's, vibes and shit it's very it laid back very yeah. much that laid back uh j-rock flavor i would say yeah and then being that the fact that this is kind of like from what i've read this is like a mafia style anime it definitely sets the tone for it as well so. mm. um when i i did so when i was uh, i originally wanted to do a playlist like on spotify like i usually do for these music reviews but i couldn't find certain songs so i was like I want to. I couldn't find the originals of certain songs, and I wanted to make sure I was listening to the right version. So I ended up doing a playlist on YouTube, and like watching the 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 opening, like with the actual footage and seeing it. Like I definitely agree with you. It very much fits the vibe of like, uh, trust no one. This we're in this gang. We're doing all these things, and like seeing the images. Like there's a, at certain points, there's like. Uh, people getting shot, people jumping in front of bullets and stuff like that. And I'm like, oh, I see where I see where this is going. I can tell what kind of anime I'm getting. I'm jumping on, like, see what uh, is in store for me. To to add to your point, um, it, it, in terms of the song itself, it, it was it wasn't bad. It was laid back, it's chill. Um, uh, it's not something I'd probably listen to very often, but it's not. It's a decent song. Uh, I, I enjoyed it. Um, moving on to the next one, then. Wild Side by Ali, or uh, Ali, I'm not sure uh, which pronunciation of that word, but from B-Stars, the opening for B-Stars, this one I really liked. It was funky. <laughs> All I got to say is Furry Nation, stand up. Furry Nation, stand up! <laughs> like I said about shows that I don't enjoy, but I might listen to the music, uh, B-Stars. I, I tried to read the manga a, a while back before. This is probably like two or three years ago. I tried to read the manga, and I was like, what is this? Like, this is basically Zootopia on shrooms or on acid. Like, what? It, I literally, I tried, but I couldn't get into it. And then when the show came out, everyone was like, oh, my God, B-Stars, B-Stars. And I was like, hmm, ah, I, I missed this one. But this song, I I was missed. I slacked out. I slacked on this one. The song was, that shit was funky. Like, uh, the little, the bass line, once that bass line started, I was like, yeah. 
Yeah, I fuck with it. I fuck with it. <laughs> it definitely had some like jazz elements that I was really rocking with. And mm-hmm. I mean it, it definitely goes well with you know with how fucking crazy this this freaking show is. You know, it's full yeah. of drama. So they it's, it's a very chaotic messes. it's a show it's a song that's like controlled excuse me, controlled chaos. Like it's like you said, it's yeah. very jazzy, it's very funky, that bass line, the horns in it, the, the guitar. You can tell that they put a lot of attention to like this the song. Like there, there was a lot of going on into it. And it was really it was put together very well. I enjoyed it a lot. Like this one, not gonna lie, this one's probably going going on the playlist after after uh after the podcast. I I could see myself listening to this and like jamming out. Uh, on a random day. You have anything else you want to add to that? Let's see. Are we on? Oh, I feel like it's just. Oh, wait, what were you saying? Oh, no, go finish. <laughs> I didn't mean to oh, I said I feel like it sets the mood very well for the show in terms of like uh, you can feel sort of the conflictedness of what's his name, Lagoshi, uh-huh. Um, you can feel the conflictedness in terms of like sometimes there's quiet, there the more settled quiet bits, and then there's the the bits that are like louder and cacophonous. It's dope, it's dope. Um, uh. Uh, what were we gonna oh say? no, I was just letting you finish. I thought you had some, said something else, but I didn't want to interrupt. Oh, uh, uh, I'm sorry. I feel like I. Oh no, you you're off fine. <laughs> All right. Um, this next song, I'm not gonna lie. I just have no idea how to pronounce this, but it's uh, Gerenge <laughs> by Lisa uh, from the D- the Demon Slayer opening. Opening one. Uh, a lot of people, you may not, I'm, I'm not sure if you, people know the name, the actual name of it, but they know it as that dope Demon Slayer opening. Uh, yeah, this one in particular, they did numbers on the charts. Like, <laughs> like. Yeah, I remember people like bumping this one. A lot. All I gotta say is Lisa did what she had to do on this fucking track, okay? She was like, I'm gonna let these girls she's a, know. She's actually gonna show up <laughs> later on in the in the podcast, but like, yeah, she definitely she definitely did her job. I I enjoyed the the sort of pop, excuse me, the punk pop uh, aspect of it, and she was singing. She definitely was singing. Um, Lisa, I haven't heard a lot of her until this year but yeah she did a great job on on the song she her vocals are top notch the 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 guitar the the production is very well done and like it, it's the type of song that gets you hype which is good for a show with animation as good as uh demon slayer they want you to get hype before you watch the show yeah definitely um i remember when i started first watching Demon Slayer, like the, the song itself wasn't a skip. I was rocking out every single time it came on. Every single episode, I was in that bitch, like just out here, just vibing. Yeah, it's definitely it's definitely a great song. Um, I I very much enjoyed listening to it, and then I I sort of forgot about it because like it's. 2020 has been a hard year, but then I, when someone like suggested it, I was like, oh yeah, this is definitely going to be a, a rocker. This is definitely something that might be added to the playlist. Yeah, and like I said, um, it it's, it's also sets the tone for Demon Slayer, and we already seen how Demon Slayer itself had did numbers, like not only on the musical charts with her song, but you know, we can see it now with the movie that just came out. Like, they they they've racked in a lot of money. I think it was like $44 million um, just from the Japanese uh, box office. Um, okay. 
The one where they're on the train, right? If I remember correctly. Yes. So they racked up about um, $44 million in the Japanese box office. And that was just the Japan box office alone. So I can only imagine how it's going to be doing worldwide. So. Side note. Japan. How is a country that is so, so dense? Big Bang already opening up movie theaters and people can go out. That just shows a little some little something. A good government can uh, do things for you. But I, I'm going to leave that one alone for today. But <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> uh, they can go out to movies and shit. Jesus. Anyway. Continuing on with the podcast. Uh, This next song, uh, Treachery by Shiro Sagisu. This one's not an opening. It's from the Bleach, uh, the Diamond Dust Rebellion uh, OST. Um, I'm not sure how they use this song because this movie is 13 years old and I was never a Bleach fan, but uh, talking about the song itself. I feel like the song itself was very orchestral. I, it's it's very uh, how do I say it? They use a. How do I? It's say very that? um. <laughs> um they, they don't. It's not exactly Gregorian chant because they're singing English, but they sort of. It's a sort of chant similar to like a Gregorian chant. Um, it is that feeling of like if you hear in those chants in those songs. Um, it's the production is very, very bombastic. Uh, you get this sense of oh, they're trying to do it big, and th- everything sounds. Uh, it sounds like chamber music. That's what it. That's what it gives me. It sounds like chamber music. That's that's what it. That's what I was trying to say. <laughs> chamber music. Can you can you can you enlighten me on that one? Because I haven't heard that term before. Well, it's pretty much basically like I w- I wouldn't say the music that you normally hear in the cathedral, but then at the same time, that's literally the vibe it gives me. You have your you have uh, your orchestra, you have your choir, you have your soprano, alto, taste mm. binner. Uh, I said binner, uh, mm. bass, <laughs> tenor, and bass. So it gives that like so the kind of ensemble vibe to it. So the so the sort of music that bounces off a wall. Yes, sort of. That's exactly it. Like something you might hear in a cathedral yes. or something like that. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 yeah, I get you. I get you. Chamber music. You're in the chamber. <laughs> I just wanted to uh, clarify. Uh, but yeah, I definitely agree with that. It definitely it sounds very. Uh, What's the word? Ethic. Like it sounds like the sort of music that they want you to feel how high the moment is, if that makes sense. And then the the lyrics itself, we're talking about treachery and fear. Um, Having having not seen the movie itself, presumably it's at a point where it's like this might be like a villain motif, like oh, I'm big and I'm bad, that sort of thing. All right, next, moving on to the next song, uh, Crossing Field by Lisa, which is the first opening from Sword Art Online. Yeah, Lisa, she, she, she puts in her work she very well. <laughs> uh, she definitely, uh, oh, uh, sorry, that was my, trying to, I accidentally like shit, I was like shifting and trying to get mm-hmm. comfortable. Uh, sorry, but uh, the song Crossing Field by Lisa. Crossing Field by Lisa. Oh, what did you Um, I like this one too, of course. Like I said before, Lisa does what she does on the track. Um, I haven't watched the show Sword Art Online, though, because I've been hearing like a lot of mixed reviews regarding this show like some folks uh, were saying like uh, some yeah, seasons just, were trash but then it kind of picks up in this season and I'm just like okay which one is it like I've heard 
my what I've been hearing is it starts off great and then it takes a nose in a particular scene and then goes very bad for a while and then I've heard the most more more recent the more recent uh series have been better. So I'm not sure what to do with that and like it's a pretty long series for me to invest in for like half of it to suck. <laughs> And also, I've heard uh, a lot of people say, like, the main character, um, Kirito, sort of a Gary Stew in the sense that, like, he's just, like, the perfect boy and doesn't leave. So I'm not sure if I want to invest into it. But in terms of the song, yeah, it's a great song. It's definitely, I guess, if I had, like, heard about, excuse me, if I had heard about Sword Art Online in, like, 2012, was, like, looking for something to check out, yeah, I could see the song, like, making me want to check the show out. Like, it's definitely a group, excuse me. It's that, uh, it's all the, it has all the good elements of J-pop, if I'll, if I'll say that. Like, it, all the things that are cool and positive about J-pop that makes you like it, it definitely has all of those elements, I would say. Um... So the next song, Crash the Servers. Oh, I, this is, uh, I didn't realize this when uh, it was suggested, but it's actually two songs. But Crash the Servers and Lone Star Jazz by Ezekiel, um, who's, uh, who's, uh, excuse me, portrayed by Denzel Curry in the show, uh, Carol and Tuesday. I was just waiting for this moment. Yeah. Just like, I'm about to spaz because I love this show. I love all the music in the show. And the thing that really um, surprised me was how many like dope artists was a part of this show. You had Steve Aiko. Um, you had, of course, Denzel Curry. You had Flying Lotus, you know, who did the production. He did the production for uh, both of these songs, actually. Um, and I like, I think this entire time that I was listening to this, I was literally like just sitting there in the back of my head. I'm like, how did Shinchiro Watanabe get all of these dope artists on this one show? Because when I, I think- See, Shinchiro Watanabe has street cred at this point. That man did the- Cowboy Bebop. I mean, well, him and Yoko Kata. Uh, they did Cowboy Bebop and Samurai Shampoo. Samurai Shampoo. I can't speak right now. Uh, he he somehow got Nujabe. Like he he has he's out, he has cred out in the streets in terms of the musical uh, his musical vision. Like people fuck with him. And like uh, I'm sure a lot of these uh, artists are anime fans. Like I know Thundercat and Dezel Curry specifically. Um, Thundercat will will touch later, but I know Thundercat and Denzel Curry specifically are anime fans. So probably as soon as they heard from, oh, Shinichiro Watanabe wants me to do some something for him. Word, I'm on it. <laughs> yeah, I was definitely fucking with both of these songs. Like, and I feel like with. More specifically with Crash the Servers, I feel like this song in particular was ahead of its time because, you know, in the in the show, they're more so dealing with, you know, uh, political issues, um, immigration yeah. and stuff like that. And then fast forward to 2020, you know, we still kind of sort of dealing with the same shit. So, you know, as, it in, seems as like, far as, like, political <laughs> issues. So it definitely set the tone. It seems like it's, like, uh, like it, you, have you heard the term uh, the world is assimilation that's glitching? It's, it's of any year, uh, 2020 is the year where the simulation just glitched the hell out. <laughs> it really seems like the servers have crashed. And, like, we're in sort of fall from the servers crashing. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I definitely agree with you. Like, uh, Crash the Server uh, is very, I feel, relevant in terms of how this year has been sort of chaotic and sort of a mess, and there's a lot going on, and a lot of important things are happening. And then, 
Motown Jazz was dope as well. Like, it's very much like a... I, I haven't seen the shows yet, but given from context clues, it seems like it's a show, like a sort of love song uh, towards one of the main characters. And, like, that's his way of saying, I still fuck with you. I still want to... I miss the times we had together. It's dope. I like it. Hello? Yeah, I hear you. I was just waiting for you to finish, oh. that's all. <laughs> oh, my bad. Sorry. Uh, I'm done. I, I see the floor to you, man. Oh, yeah, that was pretty much it. Like, you already know me. I, I, mm. I'm, i like, a huge Carolyn Tuesday fan, so, of course, I'm fucked with most of the songs anyway, so. <laughs> I believe, I believe when you did suggestions, you said the entire uh, Carol on Tuesday. I was just like, look, you which... wanna, I want to talk about this, <laughs> this, and this. <laughs> uh, which, like, that's pretty dope that you, you enjoy this uh, show that much, but like, no. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I have made suggestions for the entire thing. Uh, but uh, definitely, uh, I enjoyed the two songs. Uh, Denzel Carey is one of my... Uh, I would say my favorite artist, but like I fuck with him a lot. I I enjoy a lot of his songs. Um, I definitely uh, I I appreciate him both an artist and also like like oh he's like someone similar to me. Like he he's of the same generation and he has like sort of the similar in- interest. So that was dope seeing him uh, becoming a part of the art in terms of like joining in on the show that is anime or anime influenced. I believe it's. I don't know how they work that out with, in terms of like what's anime and what's not anymore. There's no seeing him uh, put his work out there. Um, the next song, also from the Carol Tuesday OST, uh, Milky Way by GGK, aka Madison McFerrin, which I, as soon as I heard, as soon as I saw McFerrin, I was like, hmm, I recognize that name. Is this the Don't Worry, Don't Worry, Be Happy guy's daughter? And yes. It is indeed his daughter. <laughs> yes. And I think another thing that um, was kind of like a full circle moment to me is um, not only was Bobby McFerrin's daughter a part of, you know, of course, Mer- Madison McFerrin was doing the vocals, but, you know, she all he she also has a brother, Taylor, and he was the main one doing production for both Milky Way and Gravity Bounce for the show. So I just really like that whole like family unit, like out of all of this, because you can clearly see that, you know, everybody in the family is musically inclined. I believe their grandfather was like a a musician as well. So that's just the talent seems to run in that that particular family familiar line. This in terms of the song itself, it's sort of like spacey and ambient and. Sort of that, uh, what, what, I don't, it's not vaporwave, what's the word? Mm-hmm. It's in that, it's sort of in that, uh, indie alternative way that a lot of singers, female singers do particularly well that I enjoy. If I had a, men, if I had a, like, have you ever babe? Like, it's very much in, in that sort of style, and I enjoy it. Okay. I actually also did a cover of this song when I cosplayed as GGK, so you should definitely check that out on Instagram. <laughs> I I actually might do that right now. <laughs> you, so I'm definitely going to check that out. You, you better have been saying, though, girl. <laughs> yeah, I sung the whole song. I was like, as soon as I saw an instrument in it, I'm like, oh, say less. Well, I, I definitely will check it out. And listeners, please check out Instagram. Like we said before, uh, Madam Zay, check it out. Uh, it was a good song. I enjoyed it. Uh, and moving on to the next song, Unrequited Love by Skip, a.k.a. Thundercat. Um, also from a Carol on Tuesday. OST. Thundercat is an interesting musician. It's funny, but the last few musical reviews I've done, this including this one, I'm not sure. 
be the first one. I'm not. I'm pretty sure this is gonna be like the fourth one I put up. But like, this is a. I've recorded this next at the last from the musical review. Somehow, Thundercat keeps popping up on my radar. Mr. Dragon Ball Do Rag himself. Uh, Thundercat's interesting. Um, like certain songs, I'm not a fan of. Certain songs, I vibe with. But like, I I respect his creativity and his sort of. I'm gonna do things my way. I, uh, and he's a very talented bass guitarist. Um, so it's cool seeing him pop up here too. And uh, the song himself talking about unrequited love. Uh, I, every, I feel like everyone's had that that sort of feeling of having that person that they liked, but they didn't like him back. And like that sort of melancholy of, should I move on? Can I move on? Sort of that feeling. Yeah, I definitely feel like he did. Thundercat did his thing with this one. Like, when I was watching the show, and I seen this, like, big, muscly dude. I'm just like, he looked mad at him. But when he opened his mouth, I I was just like, yo, that's fucking Thundercat. I'm like, oh, my gosh. Like, I feel like at that point, I was just like, yeah, this this show is amazing because... You got Thundercat, and I've seen Thundercat actually play live because I remember he came to Broccoli City um, the year that Erica Badu was actually doing her DJ set in D.C. And she had brought him on stage, and he was rocking out on that bass. I'm like, oh, my gosh, like, this man is dope. So to see him in the show and to see him on the music catalog and to actually hear the full version because they didn't put the full version in the show. The full version is on his album. I was just like, yeah, this is it. This is it. I love this song. I love this song. Excellent. <laughs> like he has he has a very he has an interesting ear. Like he puts things in things in songs that I would ne- I would never thought to like, oh, you use that in like a music in the song. Like he he has a very eclectic style, I would like to say. Um like I said, he's very interesting, a dope artist to check out. Um not everything I enjoy, but a lot I can understand. Like, oh, he's just vibing. He's doing what he's doing. Uh, so the next song, Unravel, by TK or Toro, Tor, excuse me, Toro, Toru Kitajima, oh, aka TK. Uh, not gonna lie, this song is already in my playlist. I did an earlier uh, music review. Like I said, the last music review I did, um, this song came up. And it's dope. I like this song. I really do. Um, it's the uh, first opening of Tokyo Ghoul. Uh, it's already in my playlist, like I said. It's um, very much uh, the excuse me, what's the word? High up-tempo uh, J-Rock. And like I like the transitions from like the high up-down to the him sort of like, I guess, in the quote-unquote ghoul mode where it gets stuck dark and low. It's, it's really dope song. I really enjoy it. Yeah, I definitely did too. And I think one of my friends, um, he's he's like really big into anime and this is like one of his favorite shows. So when he told me about this like a few years back, he was like, oh my gosh, you should watch Tokyo Ghoul. And this is one of these other songs uh, that is not, you cannot skip over it because it's about every single time. Like, it's refreshing to hear every single time. It's one of those songs, it's one of those memorable songs that really, um, you know, as soon as you hear it, of course, you're just gonna be like, oh my gosh, Tokyo Ghoul, like that's instantly where you go. So I really, I really love this song as well. Yeah, it's definitely, it's definitely a song to check out if you haven't, like, like I would say it's a song that even if you're not an anime fan, you might enjoy. Um, yes. So I definitely I thought of this one. Like I said, it's already been in, added to my playlist from like the last time I talked about it. Um, uh, so the next song, Inferno by Miss Green Apple, was first opening for Fire Force. I focused with this one. Like this one of those songs on like Fire Force uh, was new. Like this was there's three there's three shows that. Uh, the beginning of 2019 that was really rocking it, which was uh, Demon Slayer, Fire Force, and uh, Dr. Stone. 
I didn't yes, include the Doctor. I, I didn't include the Doctor Stone opening, but I gotta mention it because that song was also great. Uh, but like this one, this was uh, this was one of those songs that gets you hyped. Like dude, I can't I I can't sing in Japanese, but like just the vibe. It's just like it's just hype. Get your hype. Um, the the band does a great job playing, and like the vocalist is amazing. Like him, them high notes, and how he transitions from like the verses to the the chorus is just dope. Yeah, it definitely set the tone. Like, I mean, I don't really have anything much to say about it because the song itself is named Inferno and it's linked to Fire Force. So therefore it's fire, period. That's that's what I think. It's fire. It's lit. <laughs> <laughs> terrible, terrible fire puns, all 2020. <laughs> Just fire songs, all 2020. Okay, period. <laughs> um the next song, uh, 99 by the Mob Choir. Uh, I'm not, I'm, I'm curious, what is this? Like, I, I'm curious, did they do this? There had to be one where they, they made the, the, and the group specifically for this song. But it's the first opening for Mob Cycle. And this is, this is a great one. I forgot about this one. But I for, now that I listen to it again, yeah, now I see why I fucked with it so much. Like, the opening, uh, the opening for Mob Psycho 1 was just amazing. Like, the artwork is uh, abstract, and then the song itself is just very high energy, and, like, you get the sense of, like, the building pressure that is the 99 of his scale. And you're like, oh, shit, this is dope. Yeah, I definitely agree. Um, it's very high energy. It it goes with like the, I want to say, like the the sprightliness of it all, <laughs> if that makes sense. The energet, the energy just matches up well. Um, so yeah, it's it's dope. This one is dope. This one was dope too. Yeah, I remember back in like uh, what was it, twenty sixteen? Everyone was vibing out to this one. This one was definitely the one that people were rocking with a lot. So it was this and um. People were still rocking to the uh, One Punch Man opening. One really, really had a knockout. Yeah, two of the best shows of like 2016. But we're going to move on. Uh, see, another of the, these ones where I'm not, I'm definitely going to suck up the pronunciation, but Mu Can Joe. <laughs> Hope I didn't fuck that up too bad by Survive Said the Prophet, uh, which is the Vinland. Saga opening, um, yeah, I like I fuck with it. It definitely it's it's in that J Rock vein. It's uh it's up tempo. It's um sort of it's, I feel like it matches sort of what Vinland Saga was going for in that that dark but like that dark like shit grimy and stuff. But it's also um, high energy and like there's a lot going on. I agree. And even though I haven't watched the show in particular, I think it's on Amazon Prime, right? Is it? Yeah, I believe it is, which I got, I might as well check it out since I have Amazon Prime. But yeah. Yeah, because I'm like, I've, I've, I've seen talks about it in, in different anime groups and stuff like that. People have been discussing it. And from what I've heard, it's like a really dope show um, in itself. Uh, so I think based off of this off of this song alone, I might just end up checking it out um, because it's like you said, it's high energy and it's it has that triumphant grinding uh, J Rock feel to it. So. Yeah, um, I'm like you said, I might check it out. Um, I've heard good things about Vinland Saga. The thing is, I got way too many shows on my watch list. So like, even when people tell me, "Oh yeah, this is gas," I'm like, "Okay, cool." I added to the list. But the list is like a hundred shows long. I'll, I'll get to it when I get to it. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, but I've definitely heard dope things about Ben and Saga. Uh, I haven't heard anything bad. It definitely is going to get peaked at some point. It just depends when. Um, oh, speaking of that, um, 
an interesting like Easter egg that I had found out. So I think the voice actor, the Japanese voice actor for Thorfinn in Vinland Saga is also the voice actor for Gus and Carolyn Tuesday. I remember that part specifically. I'm like, that is so dope. And that is very interesting. So I think because of that connect, I'm also going to watch Vinland Saga. <laughs> Oh, see, thank you for telling me that. I would have never known. <laughs> uh, where was it? Oh, I was going to talk about the next song. So the next song is Fighting Gold by Coda from JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Part 4, and that's the opening. Uh, oof. JoJo. Me and JoJo. <laughs> Lord. I, I get it. Cause I'm there with you. <laughs> I mean, see, the thing was with JoJo, it's a, the first part was so boring and the pacing was so bad. It literally took me. I start. I when JoJo first came out in like 2012, I tried to watch it. Could it? I was like, I got two episodes in. I was like, I'm bored. Try to watch it again. Like two years later, could it get past episode two? Cause I was bored. I did this like two or three. Four, like four or five times before like finally I finished part one because like I literally made a promise to a friend like I'll watch it but first let me finish what I was doing like I was watching another show at that point I forget what show but I was watching some show oh I was watching Refine so like after I'm done watching Refine I'll watch it I made a promise and they did something for me I was like oh, okay I got you this is my way of paying you back I watched it I finally got through part one which literally was so boring and then Part two. Part two wasn't bad. Um, to be impartial. I like part, parts of part two. Like, it, I like the... And let me get, just say, the music, I, I've never... Um, I may not be a fan of the show in general, but the music for JoJo has always been dope and, like, really well executed. Um, like, they have some really funky stuff in there. They, like, they occasionally, like, with theme songs, they'll play, like, random pop songs and rock songs from, like, yesteryears, and I'm like, okay, I fuck with that. Um, so the music of JoJo is great. The style of JoJo, I I see why people enjoy it. The story of JoJo, <laughs> but in terms of the music, the music is dope. Like I like this song, "Fighting Gold" by Koda. It's high energy. Like if you may, you anyone who's may been like paying attention throughout the whole uh, podcast could probably tell. But like. I keep saying stuff like I like high energy stuff. Like when I'm listening to music in general, I can I can like like slower, sadder songs, but I in general want to be hyped up by the sort of music I'm listening to because like I like hard enough by by itself. Do I really want to just have something drag my vibe down? I'd rather have something that lifts me up and makes me want to move or makes me want to do something. And like this song does that. They did a very good job with this. Yeah, I, I definitely agree um, with, you know, the overall pacing of the song itself, because, I mean, the, the show in general is just extra as all hell. So, of course, you're going to add some high energy funky shit to <laughs> extra it. Is, and like, <laughs> extra is from the lake. Yeah, I think the thing with me and JoJo is, I mean, I didn't. Like, me personally, I think the show is very interesting. My only issue with it is just, like, I can never finish the show because I just be just caught up with the rest of my anime backlog. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I like the first part was... I actually like the first part, um, but I'm, like, it's just, like, I think when I was trying to watch it at the time, this was also the time when the most recent season had came out. And I felt like I was rushing myself and, instead of actually taking the time to di to digest the show. So I think that kind of like skewed my views a little bit. Um, but I mean, I wouldn't mind rewatching it just to get it, just to, you know, watch it at my own pace and uh, hopefully gather a, a different opinion. You know what I mean? But yeah, the 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 music itself, I love it. I'm but I'm still like kind of uh still trying to figure out why the fuck they added Jodeci. Like Jodeci, yeah. Like they had Jodeci in like one of the endings. I was like, wait, huh? Hold on. What? Is that Jodeci? 
Like I said, they put random oh, songs from like in the past, and I'm like, like there was one song. There's they had this one song. I forget what it was, but it was like some '70s, like very famous '70s, like fun song. I was like, whoa, okay, JoJo. <laughs> Like my thing was, oh, yeah, I know y'all got. I'm like, I know y'all got Casey and JoJo in Jodeci, but I was not expecting you to put this in the JoJo show. Like, what's like, the thing is, JoJo, like the the show in general. Yeah, I can see why it's influential. I can see why people enjoy it. It's just the storytelling for me is kind of, yeah. But everything else, like the the weird, the art style, the colors, the the music. Like I said, I fuck with it. But like I, that story is like, bruh, what are you doing? I'm. It's less like I'm confused. It's more like, why? Why would you do this? <laughs> like the first part was boring as dirt. The second part wasn't bad. Uh, I enjoyed the second part. Not not gonna cap. The third part, I'm like, I'm. I might eventually go back and finish it. But I got like, I got a few episodes in. I watched it. I watched a whole bunch of it, and I'm like, man, this guy's kind of a dick. <laughs> like, I know that's the point, but I'm not like, man, this guy is really unpleasant. Do I want to watch a show where the main character is just so unpleasant? And like, he's not only unpleasant, and then he gets his comeuppance. He's unpleasant, and that's like framed as, yeah, he's a bit baddest dude. He's this, he's that. I'm like, hmm. you know what I mean? Yeah, that's why I'm like kind of confused as to why people be going up for him. I'm just like, okay. <laughs> like this man, okay. First thing, the first thing he, like, the, you're introduced to him by saying, man, bitch, tell these bitches, stop touching me. Like, well, shit, sir. And then, like, oh, no, the first thing he said, the first thing that he's introduced as is telling his mom, shut the fuck up, bitch. And I'm like, what the fuck? Me as a black child. Excuse me? How is he still alive? <laughs> I could not even imagine telling my mom, shut the fuck up, bitch. What the? Oh, my God, Lord. <laughs> yeah, there's just, like, certain shit that you do not say, especially to your parents, unless you're trying to get you, unless you're trying you're trying to, to get your ass. This man's right, trying right? to get DVD. I mean, but he was bold. My mom is so that shit years old, and she will fucking Batista bomb my ass through the table if I Told him to shut up, bitch. What? <laughs> but that's just me. Um, I might eventually go back and finish it because, like, you know, um, it's a it's an interesting show. I I understand why it's as influential as it is. It's just the the plot, the pacing, and the story points. I'm like, hmm. Eh. I'd rather watch shorter shows that are like more more in line with what I'm enjoying. Um. Better than that. Uh, the song itself is dope. I liked it. Uh, fast Face. It's uh, the thing is dope. Uh, uh, I don't know how to end this. Um, the, before we move on, uh, do you have anything you want to like say or anything else you want to uh, talk about? Um, no, not really. I thought this was a very, very interesting list. Um, and I was happy that to be a, a part of this podcast today to talk about uh, so many different uh, openings and just music in general, because that's one of the elements that I really love um, when it comes to like shows, games, pretty much anything. I I am a sucker for some motherfucking soundtracks. <laughs> so um, I'm just happy that I was able to um, be on this podcast episode and just and just talk about. I it. mean, I wanted you to be on the show <laughs> earlier, but you know, uh, there's circumstances which we not discuss. But um, thank you for joining me. It's always fun. You're always welcome to join again if you see a topic that you're interested in. Um, it was dope having you. Uh, appreciate you have, being on. And uh, do you have anything you want to shout out quickly before we uh, end? All I gotta say is stand GGK, okay? Period. <laughs> stand GGK. Well, uh, like I said, I, I've opened up the podcast. Uh, uh, excuse me, I've opened up the podcast to suggestions. So if you have any topics or um, excuse me questions you would like me to, to 
discuss, you can send send them forward to my email at gyrolastycra at gmail.com. Hit me up on Twitter at jlast20 or uh, my Instagram or Snapchat, gyrolastly, no space. Um, thank you again for joining me. Um, like I said, uh, I'm not sure when this is going to go up, probably in a few weeks, depending on uh, how things work out. This is probably going to be the fourth or the fifth um, episode that I release, depending on how I feel about what I, I should do with the cartoon episode. Um, thank you again. Enjoy the rest of your No problem. You too.